I'm Alana Rocha with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Nearly three-quarters of Texans surveyed in a new University of Texas, Texas Tribune poll out today support the legislature's initiative that would require local governments get voter approval before raising property tax revenues more than a set amount. That support includes 84 percent of Republicans, 62 percent of Democrats, and 66 percent of independents polled. And a majority said doing so will not prevent those governments from providing needed services or responding to growth. Slightly more than half of those asked in the poll, 52 percent, said they believe such growth caps would actually lower their current property taxes. As the Tribune's Ross Ramsey writes, there's a danger in that relatively high number of voters who think the measures before the legislature will actually lower their property taxes. The leadership-backed legislation might restrain growth, but they would not necessarily lower current tax bills. Asked about public education spending, 60 percent of respondents supported legalizing marijuana and taxing it as an acceptable funding source. But Republicans are not fans of that notion. And if you really want to peek into the partisan differences among Texas voters, head to texastribune.org to check out the poll's findings on climate change, health insurance plans, and who ought to pay higher federal income taxes. With Beto O'Rourke deciding not to run for the U.S. Senate in 2020, Congressman Joaquin Castro's campaign released a statement Friday making clear that the San Antonio Democrat is seriously considering challenging U.S. Senator John Cornyn. Just last week, Castro, a fourth-term congressman, was the lead House Democrat on a major pushback against President Donald Trump's emergency border wall order. Several other Democrats have not ruled out runs against Cornyn in 2020, including former state senator Wendy Davis and veteran M.J. Hagar. Nearly 200 immigrants are suffering from mumps at detention facilities across Texas, according to state health officials. The Texas Department of State Health Services reports 178 detainees, ranging in age from 13 to 66, had confirmed cases of mumps as of February 21st. Another five cases were reported among detention facility employees. Texas detention centers account for 76 percent of mumps cases at such facilities nationwide, according to Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data. The state doesn't know the vaccination status of detained migrant adults or the children who enter the U.S. with them, but can confirm that all unaccompanied minors are vaccinated when they are detained. The CDC's website notes that symptoms of mumps include fever, headache, muscle aches, fatigue, and loss of appetite, and that outbreaks often occur among people in prolonged close contact. In the day ahead, the Texas Senate is set to consider Senate Bill 3, which would give all full-time classroom teachers $5,000 raises. The Senate gavels in at 3 p.m. The House convenes an hour later. Watch it all live at texastribune.org. I'm Alana Rocha with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. The brief is sponsored by the Texas Association of Community Colleges. Community colleges are economic and cultural engines in every part of the state vital to their communities, and key to advancing the individual aspirations of students. We serve all Texans. Visit TACC.org for more info.